<sighs> I got like two and a half hours of sleep last night. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's not good. My kid just wouldn't sleep last night. Not not sleeping so good. Didn't sleep. Yep. No, just he's he's teething. Oh. And two and a half years old and he's getting his two year old molars, which apparently come anywhere between two and four. Oh gosh. Comes up with these names. And then the newborn is teething as well, so lots of not sleeping last night. Oh man. Anyhow, how are you doing? You know, I'm not sleeping either, but it's not not for any legit reason. It's just my brain will not turn off. And it's like it's looking for reasons to be upset at night. Like, am I mad about how dirty our house is? Like, I should be cleaning. I'm always mad about that. Right? Like, <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, in the morning, I'm like, that is not a big deal. Like, why was I losing? Like, not even... Just like oh, I hate going to bed with a dirty house though, without like with dirt dishes not put oh, away and like stuff on the table, floor not swept up, and like it it bugs me. Kids, especially toddler, there's food everywhere. It's just like it's a it's a, it's a Monet or a Picasso when he's done eating. It's <laughs> it's a Pollock. Pollock, that's the one I should have gone for. <laughs> yeah, literally a Pollock. Didn't that guy just take like uh, leftover bits of sushi and throw them at the wall? Uh, it was more dripping shit on the ground. So, you know. Mushroom soup. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just my son. That's my son who does that. Yeah, you should sell canvases of what your kid drops on the floor. We should start putting a drop cloth underneath. I'm sure there's some sort of parent <laughs> blogger who's already doing that. Oh, probably. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I do struggle to sleep when there's stuff on the ground. Like, I have to make sure that, like, there's no clothes on the ground. I don't know why, um, but it's bugs me but like when i'm trying to sleep all i can think about is all the shit i have to do but i'm not doing so like ah, i'm a bad person i should have done this with my life why don't i have more tattoos i should travel and then i'm like my god can i just sleep please yeah yeah and uh you know maybe give yourself uh, a break oh but like 3am brain isn't rational brain like in the morning i'm like i should be nicer to myself but 3am brain is like you're a shit man Maybe the key is to just not be awake at 3 a.m. But it's impossible. Like, I wish. Melatonin. I did take melatonin the other day. It made me fall asleep, but not stay asleep. So that's the trick. People don't realize it actually just helps fall asleep. Yeah. It helps with the going to sleep, not staying asleep. Yeah. I am very acquainted with this as a <laughs> parent of a toddler with some sleep issues. Gosh. Also, I'm letting my hair grow out. Does it bug you? Like, when you're sleeping? No, it's more that I've been shaving it for a long while now just because it's so much more convenient to me, like as a parent, to not have to deal with that in the mm -hmm. morning. And now I'm letting it get a little bit longer and I realize I'm just full on fucking gray on both sides. I like that look. And it wasn't like that when I stopped. Yeah, it's it's full Reed Richards. It's just surprising because it wasn't that when I, when I stopped. But you know what? That was me today. So when I was at the old College of Art and Design... I wanted to be like, hello, fellow students, but I have never so felt so old before in my life. Like, Yeah, because they all look like they're like 12. Yes, they did. I was like, I... sliding scale. Oh, I thought they looked like they were 17 tops. And like, just, was I ever that young? And now I feel, God. Well, straight up, some of them must be 17. Like, Yeah, oh yeah. Because there's, you know, first year students. That's college age. It starts like, yeah, 17 is kind of like, 17 to 18 is kind of your typical first year, not skipping a year, but I just felt like a million years old today. So me too. So how do you do? fellow children? How do you do? Indeed. <laughs> this is dark matters. And here is the theme song. 
Welcome back. Fuck, what do we say when the theme song ends? You can just talk about old magic cards over and over again. The podcast by and for old dorks. Welcome to Dork Matters, a show about dorks and all the things that matter to dorks. I am your dad dork host, Ben Rankle, and with me as always is... Your old shit dork, Lexi Hunt. Oh god, we both feel so old. Oh no. Oh, these bones. Sometimes I do that voice for my toddler and uh, and he gets mad at me and says, Don't do that anymore. <laughs> he doesn't like thinking about age. I don't think he understands the concept yet, but I sure as fuck do. <laughs> and uh, it's starting to dawn on me that I can no longer bank on uh, regenerative medicine or uh, transhumanism for uh, my, my desired longevity. My desired immortality may not be coming. Because no. I had once needed myself to believe it could. You know what's been really pissing me off lately? Please, <laughs> About yes. getting older. Um, in, in, my, in my friend group. Could I anybody Gen Z or younger? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's because I follow um, these social media personalities about like active lifestyles and like nutrition tips and tricks. And then the other day I was... Sure, sure. Would you call these people uh, influencers? Do they influence you? Yeah, I'd say influencers. Like there's there's one person, I really like her workouts. And so I do a lot of her workouts. But at the same time too, I was like, if you're like 23, do you, like, I remember when I was 23, I ate garbage. Want to know something terrible about getting old? I don't remember fucking 23. Oh, 23, I ate nothing. Like I ate nothing but garbage and beer. Like, my diet was horrible and yet I was stick thin. So sometimes when they're like, this is how you live a healthy lifestyle, like, well, being 23, your body is automatically going to be a little bit different than someone. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting old and I'm getting cranky. I'm bitter at those types of things. Um, so this is, this is those, those sorts of people that do that sort of thing seem to lack the awareness maybe that they have a benefit other than their, your swell exercise routine. Um, yeah. I don't think you realize it until one day you're like, my pants don't fit and I haven't changed anything about my lifestyle. Like, no, you've just hit 30. I'm eating exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, this is old. What do you mean I can't have milkshakes and french fries for every meal and also never sleep, never exercise Stop drinking water. It, it, it gets worse. Well, like, yeah, your clothes should fit perfectly. Why am I so puffy all the time? My situation is, I have yeah, God, the anti the anti PSA. It gets worse. <laughs> do, 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 do. It gets worse. Um, <laughs> Things are bad. <laughs> what I mean is, like, like my lifestyle has never been particularly bad. I've never been a big drinker. I've always exercised. I've always been kind of a big dude, but like. Yeah. Now it just keeps getting worse, even though I still continue to exercise and eat relatively good. And I'm like, what's the fucking point then? Why don't I just give the fuck up? Just <laughs> bury me in a bathtub full of Doritos yeah. and have like a slurping machine like tubed into my throat. Like, <laughs> why? Why keep on the effort? If it's if it's a sliding scale of returns, why? I know. It's a it's a welcome to depressing matters <laughs> depressing old person matters where we talk about our back pains and the youths so i think this is appealing to young people because they can just laugh at uh 
at what happens to old people with the confidence that they will never themselves achieve such a horrific state. Can I tell you a horrible story? <laughs> oh, please. We're, we're doing great so far. <laughs> um, when you're uh, maybe about like seven or eight years ago now, I started working at a school and we're still in our thirties, seven, eight years ago. No. Okay. It would be five years ago, maybe five years ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Five years ago. We're even older now in this story. Jesus Christ. So I was early third, like I I was 30 and yeah, um, oh, I was 29. <laughs> I was 30 years old and there was this young teacher, like brand new to teaching. So she'd be like 23, 24 and a real go-getter oh yes and just runs marathons for fun super super fit and we were talking about how education has a physical toll and she was like you know I can never see myself getting old and I said to her you know I used to look like you when I started teaching and she got upset and started crying Jesus. so that made me feel real good about myself and I was like hey man you watch it but it is true like teaching has a physical toll <laughs> Well, stress, stressors have a degenerative effect on the body. Uh, yep. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to say that with <laughs> my usual confidence uh, <laughs> obtained through being a white man. Well, I found out after, so I'm, after I left the classroom into a different position, I was at the doctor and I was like, my feet hurt all of the time. Like it feels like they're on fire and someone is driving nails up through the bottoms of my feet. And he was like, yeah, that's plantar fasciitis. And I was like, what do I do? Uh, it's a daily double. Oh. I Old person daily double, what, what? Always loved running. Uh, having mm -hmm. children can take you out of that for a little bit. And I got back into it as my first child started getting a bit older. And then one day I just woke up, tried to get out of bed and stand and just exactly that knives through the foot. Yes. Plantar fasciitis. So painful. And you talk to a doctor and they're like, you got this from running. And I was like, isn't it supposed to be the opposite? Yeah. Like, do you work out a lot? I do. <sighs> yeah. And it doesn't fucking matter. And and the only way to deal with it is to either like do like stretches that are so super painful that sometimes you're like, maybe I'll just have plantar fasciitis. Or my doctor was like, was there any way for you to just like not be on your feet anymore? And I was like, no, I have to like, at that point in time, I had to chase children around a building i couldn't be like guys can you not run please like oh okay no have you no invented a professor x style hover chair no then i guess i'm gonna be on my feet <laughs> asshole fucking doctors sometimes i just don't absolutely do support public health care <laughs> fuck that doctor oh it's so and then when i was um again when i was younger i played tons and tons of sports and I had never had shin splints before. And then one day I just woke up and was like, I think, I think my legs are bleeding from the inside. How is this? <laughs> it's the worst pain. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it never stops and it just gets worse the older you get. So uh, enjoy, enjoy aging yeah. youths. It's horrible. Wow. Uh, if anybody's still listening, uh, we're here to talk about education. Wow, this is gonna. Oh, this is an episode, isn't it? Be our least listened to episode ever. Um, pause now and just go to the Star Trek or uh, Star Wars episode or the Stardew Valley episode. Yeah, yeah. 
you don't have to listen to every episode. We've got lots of great episodes on lots of really cool dorky shit. Um, that said, I think talking education uh, matters to dorks, and so I think it's worth yeah. worth shooting the shit about. Okay, we're not we're not going to go totally boring on this. We are going mm-hmm. to chat about some uh, interesting institutions throughout pop culture and uh, discuss their curriculum. Uh, our bona fides here are that I dropped out of college twice and Lexi uh, carries multiple degrees. So we are more than qualified to uh, have a conversation about higher education, education in general, uh, fictitious education. And so that's what we're going to do. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. First of all, let's get it out of the way. Education should be free. Oh, yeah. Totally. Education should not put you $150,000 in debt if you're in the U.S. Oh. or twenty dollars to $40,000 in debt if you're in Canada. Yeah. Uh, education should be accessible to every fucking buddy. Uh, and it should be paid for by taxes. And uh, taxation should be, uh, you know, disproportionately on those with the most. Yeah, proportional. So that's it. That's it. Period. Done. Period. We're done. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Shortest, dumbest episode ever. Uh, That said, I'm not sure if you can uh, get a student loan to go to Hogwarts. Uh, Yeah. They, I mean, they don't talk about the bursaries of of, uh, Star Wars. Jesus Christ of hogwarts like i want to know like the the scholarship kids at hogwarts like or do they have because they always talk about like ron has like the hand-me-down robes like where's the kid that's there on the bursary from like the gringotts family bursary that helps witches and wizards in need and they sit at the back they're working in the kitchens like you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. they gotta they got to uh, make their way Mm -hmm. um yeah they don't talk about that like, okay, so here's the thing with Hogwarts. It's a school that exists in some sort of pseudo-magical realm between reality and, like, the real world and the witch yeah. world or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't fucking understand. I doubt it really makes sense. But, like, it's not it's not 100% in our corporeal, like, human muggle, if you will, world. It's in, it's in the in-between. Yeah, yeah. So what fucking money uh, is is considered universal there? Or is it just gold? Like, you have to have gold. It's just gold. Okay. But there's so many times where I want to know, like, do they pay taxes? And also, isn't alchemy a thing? Because I'm pretty sure they talk about, like, Nicholas Flamel and other, and, you know. They they do. So, just make some fucking gold. There's a lot of, I think, little, like, if we let ourselves go down that rabbit hole, there's some loops. Like, can we not just use magic for this? Yeah, I mean, the the financial rules of magic are the least of the problems within the wizarding world. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, as we've all gotten older and realized uh, how she who shall not be named uh, looked at the world, it became pretty obvious that uh, yeah, there were some problems in that. Yeah, work. but there, there's so many things about like the day to day that we just didn't suss out enough how can you have such intense backstories on like the a character that was named once or twice in all of the books and yet like we don't have taxes we don't have you know there's just come on the system doesn't make sense no it doesn't okay so as an educator uh Mm -hmm. lexi i would like you to give me a few of the worst 
the worst, most egregious errors that are happening in that school system, the Hogwarts school system. Um. Okay. The why? This is this is legit. What, what's some stuff that wouldn't fly or that would really fuck up education? The thing that drives me crazy when I reread those books or listen to the audiobooks, as one does. Um. So, in terms of like current educational practices, and what we see at Hogwarts. My biggest issue is when they talk about you need to write an essay that is like seven inches thick. I was like, that's horseshit right there. Because then we're talking about quantity over quality. And then when we talk about quantitative versus qualitative data, it's just demonstrating that like rote memorization isn't true education. It's just being able to follow direction. And in the world of magic, like if all you're doing is regurgitating facts then just have your quill like charm it to spit out some facts. There's absolutely no purpose to it. So mm-hmm. that's some shit practice um, on the educational side right there. Also, if it's just got to be seven inches, couldn't you just put like a giant letter on each page? You probably could. Yeah, they don't really talk about the margins. I'm a game that system. That's what I, yeah, because that's the thing. Kids are super, super smart around getting out of doing work and finding loopholes so that like if they just did the work they'd be done but they have to try to find ways to cheat and so it's it's really the way that you assign and assess tasks should make it impossible to cheat it's problem number one what else is some stuff going on at hogwarts that just wouldn't fly in our education system well i mean the whole like abusing children and like (laughs) putting them in dangerous circumstances like there's a you know sending children out no no i've been in some some (laughs) pe classes that felt unsafe well, I mean, you weren't going out to like a haunted forest with like a dog in the middle of the night at like 3 a.m. to go look and see if unicorns are being murdered. I wasn't supposed to do that. Um, no, that's actually not okay. So. Oh, you pay for this, Mr. M. Yeah. Dropping me off in that forest at 3 a.m. telling me to find a unicorn. You piece of shit. There's some liability issues around student safety. So I would say they'd probably get dinged by OHS for that. <laughs> All right. Also, where's the technology? Come on, these witches and wizards are going to have to use a computer at some point. I'm sorry. Like, you're telling me they don't have smartphones? Yeah, they're all techno. Like, that's just so unrealistic. Like, how do I use this muggle box in my pocket? Like, you mean the telephone? Yeah, there's some instances of that, uh, I feel like, in the later movies. And plus, like, witches and wizards would love TikTok. They would love the shit out of TikTok. It's moving pictures. Yeah, they love that shit. Yeah. All right, so Hogwarts not necessarily uh, an A-class education facility um, if you're looking for, you know, quality of education versus quantitative education or uh, health yes. and safety. <laughs> it's good. We're putting you on blast for for something other than your horrible human rights issues. <laughs> that's still there, though. <laughs> still, yes, that's still there. How anybody could have thought that house elves were okay. And that they like it. I like being a house elf. Like, what did you just say? And just sort of the entire concept of dehumanizing an enslaved group is just, (laughs) it's just wild. Uh, Yeah. So Hogwarts, uh, go elsewhere is the recommendation. Yeah. Maybe if that owl shows up with a letter, you uh, you file that away. And uh, look for a public education option. Yeah, yeah. Is there like a public education? I know Kay and Peel did a skit about like the American public education Hogwarts version, and it was, of course, hilarious. 
Here's a bunch of stuff that we confiscated just this week. Stuff? You don't have to show them that. Here's a wand with a silencer on it. Why? But I ask again, why? That, yeah, what are the other schools around the world? Like, let's let's investigate that a little bit. Let's think about it. But not now. No, let's not move now. Move on. A, move on. All right, our next school. Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters, also known by a couple other names. Um, this is a private institution that uh, takes in special gifted uh, mutants and uh, offers them training as a paramilitary force <laughs> that travels around the world, uh, possibly collecting other people to join this army or just protecting them. It's, it's hard to say the parameters. And then yeah. also... Uh, in theory, providing K to 12 education for those students. Yeah. Uh, I always think when I watch the TV show, movies, whatever, what's your curriculum? Like, you're just making yeah. sure, like, hi, I'm Storm. I'm going to be your teacher. I have no idea what your powers are or how you harness them, but look, I can make clouds. Is, do you send a curriculum newsletter home? Yeah. It's not exactly a one to one, <laughs> is it? Like, they don't seem to have somebody who is experienced in every power set. Yeah. And I just feel like, are are they also going to like math? Yeah. Well, they need to be, right? Do they? Yeah. How are they going to operate the, the uh, you know, the Blackbird or whatever, the Quinjet? What the fuck is their jet called? <laughs> I forget. I'm mixing it up with the Avengers. Ah, um, uh, they're all the same. Yeah, the X-Jet. We'll just call it that. X-Wing. Wait, no. Mm. Well, different franchise. Although That's not a... really anymore. Now you could have Cyclops on an X-Wing. Oh, God. Well, I mean, isn't that the whole basis of Fortnite? <laughs> could be. <laughs> Did Disney buy Fortnite? <laughs> Look, it's Kronos doing the... Yeah. Cyclops is flossing again, but not in the way that he should. Oh, God. Your gums are bleeding, sir. Do it properly. Also, there's a bit of a, like... Uh, uh, a sort of through line here so far with both of these schools and that they take your children away and house them as well. These are boarding schools. Well, it's yeah. boarding school. Yeah. yeah. And everything I've learned about boarding school has not been great. Oh, it seems to be rife with uh, abuse and yep. uh, yeah. And poor education standards. We can get real serious here and talk about like we're in Canada. And so like the history of, Boarding schools, a.k.a. residential schools, not good. Let's call it what it is. It's a history of genocide, our country policied uh, genocide. And that's something we have to come to terms with. So yeah, yeah. residential boarding schools, forcibly removing students is not uh, a cool thing. No. And then um, like having friends and family from the UK that went to boarding school they all have horrible stories. Ah, once you got through the beatings, because the older kids yeah, would, hazing you know, put you through some initiations. And it's like, that's horrible. And what did the teachers do to stop it? And they were like, oh, nothing. And I mean, that's also like only one group of people that I know their experiences. I'm sure other people would say that boarding school was great for them. But I just like it's I don't see how being away from your family for an extended period of time is going to be positive for mm -hmm. your growth unless it's. Your family wasn't safe to begin with, but I, that's kind of the whole point of uh, Prof Professor Xavier's school mm -hmm. is that some of the, the kids are coming from very unsafe places where their family is persecuting them. So on that side of things, I think it's helpful, sure. but I mean, a, like a, a, a man randomly starts a school in his house 
with five teachers. It does, like, I feel like we're building to a horror story. We're like some type of creepy. Well, what we're doing is we're highlighting the problems of uh, (laughs) private education. Aside from (laughs) siphoning funding away from public education, it also has curriculum that uh, can vary wildly and uh, maybe aren't actually preparing young minds for the future. Uh, and maybe have a disproportionate, uh, you know, weighting or or prioritization of uh, fighting sentinels. And is that what you want for your well, what kids? What if the kids don't want to fight sentinels? What if they're like, I want to go to <laughs> a, medical school? What are the prerequisites that they're getting yeah. at Professor Xavier's school? Well, you, if you're at Professor X's, the pre Professor X's, Professor if you're there uh, at the Xavier Institute for Gifted Minds or whatever the shit, the prerequisite. 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 Marriage to love. The prerequisite is that you have a mutant healing ability. Yeah. And otherwise, you ain't going into yeah. medicine. You're going into the paramilitary unitard <laughs> and flying off to the front line to battle the evil brotherhood of mutants. Yeah, that sounds just so depressing. Like, what are my options here? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, wait. From a from an actual literal educator, uh, educator's uh, point of view, are there any glaring issues with their schooling system? Yes! So many! <laughs> Give us one. Uh, parent consent? Right, they do take students without parent consent. Yes! And uh, <laughs> as we mentioned previously... Not Some good. of those situations are bad situations, and it's good to get those kids out of those, but uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Who's judging this? What's the oversight? Yeah. Um, Senator Kelly. It's, it's the whole, like, parent consent. And his mutant registration oh, bill. Uh, curriculum, or a lack thereof. What are they doing all day? Um, young people living in dorms to get, like, there's just so many issues with, like, you're living in a private citizen's home, like, Let's get real here for a second. I, uh, I, what's the right term? I was the victim of a poor, uh, a poor education via private education slash homeschooling when I was younger. Um, I got to learn from a system called accelerated Christian education that was brought up through the U.S. into Canada, uh, and the whole thing was these work booklets with an emphasis on Christianity and indoctrination mm. uh some, some adjustments to science education and dinosaurs and all that sort of thing evolution those concepts were not taught at a uh sort of standard that i think would have been acceptable or should have been acceptable if we were not say in alberta or a different prairie mm-hmm. province uh and also uh it literally illustrated a system of apartheid in these little comics that ran oh at the bottom goodness. of uh, each sort of unit or section in these workbooks. And it wasn't until I was an adult, and I think I've mentioned this to you outside of the podcast, mm-hmm. that I realized that those comics all had the white kids going to one school and the black kids going to another school. Oh, that that was the education I got to enjoy uh, thanks to uh, the open <laughs> the open ability of of sort of parental choice as our government likes to frame it yeah uh, as if that is the most important thing in educating young minds is parental choice yep i ain't bitter i am yeah i i am a big fan of public education because i truly believe that 
we are better together and that people of different backgrounds and places in life should be able to connect with each other and you you learn the most from each other and if you're just in a you know a little melting pot of like-minded people then like what's the point well that's the entire idea is to sequester minds away from ideas that might be considered uh adversarial to what you're trying to indoctrinate a child with you might think you're protecting them but you're not and uh, yeah you don't want that challenge so what's and is professor x doing that oh that's the big question that's what we're getting to how many students has he lost that's the other thing like the list of dead x and i'm doing it what's the parent phone call like there uh hi so we were in a war zone because we were hired as mercenaries and you're 14 year old they only ever go to war zones <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, not safe. Um, and and you know Professor X doesn't make those calls himself. He, he farms that out to Scott Summers. Well, he just thinks really hard and is like, you're kidding, here no more. And then he like puts his hand to his temple. No, sorry. Not even the courtesy of an actual phone call. It's just, uh, oh, here we go. 10 most heartbreaking deaths. No, I want a full list of deaths. Here we go. Okay. We got it. Thanks to listofdeaths.fandom.com slash wiki slash x dash min. Thanks, internet. <laughs> might be actually too long to deal with. Oh my goodness. Okay, pick your pick your top series. Unified timeline. Let's see what we got. I just want students. Students. Welcome students, to Dork students. Matters, where we read you the internet one page at a time. <laughs> okay, look, let's just sum it up. It's long. There's a lot of dead <laughs> students. Uh, Professor oh. X is not prioritizing student safety. No, because he's kind of running like a black ops paramilitary mercenary school it's a bad man and that i guess is their priority uh to push his agenda via military force which okay there's a whole other discussion to be had there about progress via violence but this isn't what we're doing we're just taking a few light stabs at joke institutions and pop culture while also trying to uh reiterate the benefit of public education and the dangers of what can happen to you if you go to school like me (laughs) do you want to be me kids think about it think twice before you let yeah he has planter's fasciitis planter's fasciitis and you know what the worst part of that i called it planter fasciitis for the longest time fasciitis yeah because i didn't have a proper education all right we're about halfway what's next uh let's it's it's who's that pokemon Pokemon? okay i've got one for you i'm doing it this time let's go go okay um the silhouette is it's like a rectangle okay with rounded corners all the corners are rounded Yes, all the corners are rounded. Okay. And then in the center, there is an oval Mm -hmm. with another oval on top, slightly smaller. And then like two on either side of the the biggest oval, little rectangles kind of jutting out. Okay. And is this a real Pokemon or not? Kind of. What the fuck answer is that? Yeah. Okay. So we've got a rounded square. There's a circle in the middle. 
Okay, the circles are stacked. I see. Yeah, there's an oval with another oval on top of it. And then it's a wing Two little tips? rectangles coming out the side. And then I'd also say little rectangles at the bottom of the, the like, base. Like feet? Yeah, you could say that. I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. It's like... No I can, guesses? No, like a coin box from Mario with some sort of bad guy <laughs> falling behind it. Or, or when Mario dies and he does that little shrinky-dink thing where he turns into like that little crunched-up version. The OG version, like from the very first Mario, where he just sort of squishes up into a ball. Like a crumpled can. Yeah, so that falling in front of a coin block. Oh. That's my guess. Um, Kate, you're wrong. Do you want another guess? Oh, shit. No, I want it to end. Okay. Aw, poor Spark. <laughs> It is a picture of Psyduck on my cell phone. <laughs> da -na -na. The fuck? It's Psyduck on Lexi's cell phone. Okay. All right. Wait. It's going like this. Ah, my head. Wait, I still don't even get it. How does that work with the rectangle? You showed me the back of your phone. Oh, I get it now. The rectangles were not on the block. They were on the circles. Yeah. It's Psyduck. Can you see that? It's Psyduck. I love Psyduck so much because I feel like a kinship. Because you always have a headache? Yeah, I always have a headache. I should probably get that checked out. There we go. All right. Well, that's that's who's that Pokemon? <laughs> it's Psyduck. <laughs> da -da -da. Cell phone. Uh, sorry, Psyduck on Lexi's cell phone. Who's that Pokemon? Da -da -da. This is good. This is this is good ed entertainment. This is what you pay for. I feel bad. Do animals often get headaches? Like, does my dog get a headache and I just don't know? Like, he doesn't know how to ask for help? Like, that would be horrible. Right. Keeping in mind, again, that I have literally no formal sort of scientific education. No, not a doctor. Our physiology uh, with especially mammals, but like largely any sort of like living creature on this planet that isn't like a plant or a different genome or whatever you want. Again, I don't know the words. Uh, the science of animals. We're all very similar. We got like one head, rib cages, and shit, like vertebrates, you know. So why not? I feel like we're similar enough that if we get headaches, they should probably get headaches. Oh, I feel like that's so sad. Yeah, but they can't say anything, so we don't have to that's, worry about it. Yes, that is the point. It's so sad that they're like, ah, my head, but I'm a dog, so I'll just lie here. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you made it sad. I feel like it wasn't so bad before. Oh, stupid Psyduck ruining everything. Well, Psyduck does not suffer in silence. Silence. Psyduck does not suffer in silence. Psyduck wanders about, groaning, grabbing its head, and making a big fuss. I feel, yeah, like that's me in my general life. Like, is she okay? Like, ah, still awake. Yeah, that's Whoa. why I feel like friendship with Psyduck. Yeah. I love it. It's perfect. All right, let's get back to the show. If you were a Pokemon, what would you be? Oh, I don't know. Probably something, oh, I don't know, large and sad and <laughs> lazy. <laughs> oh, uh, like a slow king or something. <laughs> slow bro. Yeah. Hey, there you go, slow bro. Slacking. Got you like one foot in the water at all times. Just, you know. Yeah. My tail hanging in there getting bitten by shit. <laughs> yeah. One of the sadder ones. Or maybe like a Voltorb or something. It seems sort of passive and uninteresting until it explodes. What's the pile of goo Pokemon? Uh, ditto? No. Or do you mean gu yeah. uh, muck? Muck. The, like, yeah. the gross pile of shit. That's... 
I'm so mean to myself. No, this is a this is a real ace of an episode. <laughs> Who's the dumb fucking one? Oh, it's Lex. It's me. It's me. I'm the dumb fucking one. Way to guess. Next time on Who's That Pokemon? Uh, the shape is sad. <laughs> And it's dumb. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? Is, it, is this New York? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in New York? Like, it's me. Yeah. I'm walking here. Uh, what even is this anymore? Okay, let's try to let's try to put okay. something. Mm. I'm actually actually out of skills at this point. I only brought two. Oh. I thought maybe I'd you'd be able to like come up with something while we're on the floor. Mm. What are some? Or we get into talking other stuff, but like this is a real this is a real grind. Yeah. I gotta tie my shoe. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> Not my shoe, my slipper. Because we're in Canada, we don't wear our shoes. I can't hear what he's saying. I said, "Not my shoe, my slipper," oh, because no. we are in Canada. And we, we don't, don't wear, wear shoes, shoes inside. inside. That's that's some wild shit. Yeah. I... And you know what else is wild? What? Leaving toilet seats up. Close that toilet seat. What are y'all doing? Okay, that's uh, I was. That is anarchy. Not expecting you to go there, but okay. Leaving your shoes on in somebody's house. Disgusting. And leaving the toilet seat up so that all those little poo flakes can escape and land on everything. What's wrong with you? Oh, like the like the like the flap toilet seat, not like the seat. Yeah, seat. yeah, yeah. The part that covers it. Yeah. Up, you know, so that you don't have to look in the toilet bowl when no one's using yeah, it. Yeah, it's not exactly a. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's wild. It's it's. Not cool. Um, I've got one more school okay. from pop culture we can talk about here, and then maybe you'll come up with one uh, just like on the spot. Sure. Lots of pressure. Mm. We've got Degrassi Junior High. Yes. Or high school, depending on what mm-hmm. you want. Now, this is a good, good bit of CanCon here, but it's one of those pieces that has um, escaped, I guess, sort of the sphere of influence that is Canada mm-hmm. and Canadian television and has become popular, especially the more recent version yeah. of it. Wake up in the morning, I gotta get to school. Just such a great. Yes. How much of the, how much of the theme song to Degrassi can we can we play legally? All of it. Do it. And and then please and please play. Yeah. Who's who's CBC? You coming for me? I paid for that theme song with my taxes. Yeah, we're all owners of CBC. (laughs) Yeah. And Degrassi High. By extension, God, I wanted to go to. It is such a great theme song. So bad when I was growing up, like that was a high school that I wished that I went to. In junior high school and junior high has a lot of drama, um, oh, yeah. just on its own. But like, I feel like Degrassi maybe had an, oh. an uh, even exceptionally higher. I mean, Drake got shot. Yes. Um, Shane jumped off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Did Snake cause a car accident in the uh, sort of I like thought it was wheels. finale? No, was I feel snake? like wheels. Oh, maybe it was wheels. I always get those two mixed up. To to Google. Wheels was the one with the mullet, and Snake uh, was the tall. See, I see Snake is a tall blonde guy. Well, he was like strawberry blonde. Okay, okay, I'm with you yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, then I think it was Snake who did it. Okay. Yeah, I'll believe it. But maybe I'm wrong. One of them slept with Joey Jeremiah's main squeeze, mm-hmm. and the other one caused a car accident. And I cannot, for the life of me, fix those two. I think it's Snake. Maybe, do you want to explain who these people are to our dear listeners? Can I in any way that will be uh, worthwhile to anybody to listen to? Um, well, okay. <laughs> these are high school students in Canada. 
uh, at a fictional, uh, initially at a fictional junior high. We followed these kids straight through junior high and then into high school. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The school was, I have to assume, set somewhere in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't recall. But uh, it was a show that was lauded for actually uh, approaching real life sort of problems that kids could face um, on a show that was intended for, you know, uh, tween teen uh, viewers. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was kind of like, did you ever watch Skins? Mature content. Yeah, uh, a little bit of Skins. It's it was like a not as racy version of Skins. And it is also uh, important to know that it had a few different iterations, the most recent being Degrassi, The Next Generation, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually the show that gave us uh, Drake. Yeah, that's where you got to start. and found Drake for us. Uh, Jimmy, who got into a school shooter incident. And yeah, kids were getting pregnant, doing drugs, oh, yeah. all this sort of stuff. Um, but like it dealt with it as, uh, you know, things that you actually dealt with in junior high and high mm-hmm. school, which... You know, drugs and sex were part of all of that as we were growing up. So it was a little bit more of a, oh yeah, a realistic look at those situations, but dealing with them from a uh, like a framework of like actually trying to help people who were that age deal with these subjects and these subject matters that could be difficult. Such a great. Show. So kind of cool. Not necessarily a bad school, uh, just sort of a magnet for drama and yeah. some serious issues. It was great. It, it actually. A lot of times people played it in health class. Like the teachers would be like, here's an episode yes. for us to talk about. And then we would watch the episode where Spike gets pregnant. And I remember watching that and then going home and like talking to my mom. And I was like, is this true? And she was like, yeah, how did you know about this? And I was like, it's on Degrassi. And then she told me that she wanted to watch it before I was allowed to watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just to make sure she's like, I just want to make sure that this is like above board here. And what'd you decide? Yeah, it was good. We watched it. Was it was okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? I didn't realize this, but it actually even started before Degrassi Junior High. What was it before Degrassi? Uh, with the kids, of Degra- oh. the kids of Degrassi Street, which I don't recall watching. That's interesting. Oh, man. But it ran 79 to 82, which was before we were born, so maybe that's yeah. why. Oh, it continued to 86. Jesus. There's so many great shows. And many of the actors would go on to appear in Junior High and High. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, Maybe we should just start a Degrassi rewatch podcast. Fuck this one. Oh, that would be great. I love Degrassi. This is our new, our new side project. We're yeah. gonna, we got like a million side projects we want to do. So let's start our Degrassi rewatch. Yeah, 100%. Oh, there's so many great people. Actually, yes. No, I actually 100% want to do that now. Yeah, I do too. We got to make sure we can get all the episodes. Can we do like a CBC CanCon podcast as well? Yeah, yeah. But I want to do Degrassi more. Just Degrassi. People. Man, I miss Degrassi. <sighs> okay, so what What was your question about Degrassi? Degrassi educational. Oh, who knows? It was just another school in pop culture. It was fine. It was fine. It's not like like the X-Mansion or Hogwarts. They were, they were okay. Those kids are all right. I feel like that was a legit just like watching high school students be high school students. but real, Yeah, real school. They're fine. Okay, do we have any other sort of pop culture schools that might be concerning or worth talking about here? Okay, so there's this uh, educational series. It, it's, it's a reality TV series out of the UK, and it's called Educating. And it's like Educating Cardiff or Educating Wales, like well, Cardiff is in Wales, but or like Educating Bristol. And it's um, 
it is like a reality TV show and it goes into a school in the UK and it follows um, a couple students and a few staff members around for the course of one school year. And it is addicting. It is so good. I love it. Everyone should watch it. I just watch it on YouTube. It is so good because you get so invested in these people and Mm -hmm. oftentimes I'll be like, what are they doing right now? Are they okay? Because you really get invested in the children And sometimes when people ask me, what is it like being an educator? I'm like, watch this show because you get mad at the kids, but then you also love the kids and you're frustrated with the parents, but you love the parents and you hate your colleagues, but you love your colleagues. Like it's up and down and all around. And when people are like, why do you put up with the stress and the pressure and all that crap? Watch the show and you will understand. (laughs) I got one for us. Okay. Greendale. Greendale. Really? Community college. Uh, I mean... Does it function the way you'd expect a real life community college to function? Yes. Do we have community colleges in in Canada or is that more of a U.S. thing? It's more of a U.S. thing. We just have colleges and like different, different sizes. Yeah, we have universities and colleges and those are interchangeable words I feel like in the U.S. But here that's, they've got a bit of a different classification. A university is generally a a degree granting program or school and uh, a college is usually like a technical or trade school, right? Or a two-year certificate. Uh, is that accurate? Kind of. Like I would say post-second universities are more of the academic sense. Like they're giving um, longer degrees. So if you're going to medicine or law or engineering, whereas colleges, it's more vocational and shorter term in some cases. So you're right. Like it could be like a two-year, but it could also be a four-year. And it's about specific like hands-on learning versus more like reading and memorization and research if that makes sense okay yeah no it makes sense uh all right now our next school is uh walkerville elementary from the magic school bus <laughs> the most unrealistic thing about that that school situation is that she had a class of like under 20 kids yeah and she's always very happy to see them <laughs> oh good morning class yeah where's her coffee she wears the pretty dresses but she's always like good morning like lady you're not even holding a tea. No, she's doing coke. <laughs> Before those bus doors open and she lets the kids on, there's just a big old rail right up the neck. I was talking to um, a teacher who, like, she's a former teacher, and I was talking to her about, like, her worst day in education before she left, and she was like, I think about it all the time. Like, what happened? And she said, I brought in my coffee, and I put it down on my desk, and I was talking to the facility operator, and he accidentally knocked it over, and I had to go the whole day without a coffee. And I was like, wow, that that was her worst day. <laughs> I think about it still. God. Imagine the worst day is losing some coffee. Oh, you know what school we haven't talked about yet that's super important and also CanCon? What? Breaker High's cruise ship. <gasps> oh. Yes! Uh, uh, the alumni known as Ryan Gosling. If you did not watch yes. Breaker High, you were not a kid in Canada in the late 90s. I really didn't think that he... What was his character's name? Sean Hanlon, which I should not remember, but I do. Sean, buddy, what are you doing here, man? You don't like sports, dude. What are you talking about, dude? I'm a weak rack from way back. You know, come on, pass some balls. Whatever you call Good job. Handling that would probably be the window in my dad's office. He can use the fresh air anyways, right? Sean, 
Sean was not the character I thought was going to be the breakout star from because it was Max. He was a dork. No, he was like the yeah, of course, Max. He was the dork. He was like the uh, crazy. conniving sort of like yeah, you know, always scheming. Yeah, always scheming, trying to like pull something over <gasps> with Jimmy. And he had a hench person, Jimmy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Labine. What's his first name? He is sort of Canadian TV royalty of a sort. Yes. He's been in some great kind of like BC level movies. Isn't he in that Dale and Tucker thing with Alan Tudyk? Yes, that is such a great movie. It's so, yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. That's, like the first time we you. watched it, I was like, that was excellent. Like surprisingly, you're not expecting yeah. it just because, you know, Jimmy is Canadian TV. So mm-hmm. Canadian TV generally carries a connotation of sort of lower production value, I think we've mentioned before. Yeah. So him him popping off there and, and being on... Uh, that other stuff is pretty cool. Oh yeah, he was great. There's literally nobody else from Breaker High that I think is of note. <laughs> no, that went on. Uh, no. but still cool. Cruise ship school, nice. Yeah, they it. they live on a cruise ship. They travel the world and they have epic romantic struggles. It was such a great show. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other schools that are like egregiously wacky. Well, I mean, I mean there was like all of them in pop culture. Well, we haven't talked about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the fact that she was oh, doing sure. all of this. Sunnydale, hi. Right? I recently uh, started the... watching it through again and was just like, these teachers, like, where's Buffy? So... Who's doing attendance here? Come on, people. Wait, and she's often at odds with the school principal, Armin Shimmerman. Uh, until who he's many eaten. Are... Until he's eaten, yeah. When she graduates high school, he gets eaten. No, he gets eaten before that. Is it before? I thought it was right yeah. at the end. Like, no, like because it's right before. There's a different principal that comes in. Like her first principal gets eaten by. Oh, you're right. The old right? guy with the white hair. Yeah. So Armin Shimmerman is the first one who gets eaten, not the second one. I just, it's the. Just in case you're wondering why that name sounds familiar. That's Quark from Deep Space Nine, the greatest Star Trek uh, to ever exist. He's after the principal that gets eaten. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit acerbic and like has a tete-a-tete with Buffy, but I feel like mm-hmm. he he survives. Um, yeah. And he's not the eaten by a snake one, but I could be wrong. How could we find out? It's impossible to say. If only there was some type of internet that we could go to. I've never heard of such a thing. We're actually, since we started this episode, talking about how old we are, we are old enough that uh, the internet <laughs> was not a prevalent thing when we no. were, uh, you know, I don't know, pre-10 years old, 10-ish. Yeah. We had CD-ROMs. 10 to 14, you'd be lucky. Yeah. Uh, well, we had those floppy disks at one point. Oh, yeah. We played games on yep. DOS. We played Number Muncher, motherfuckers. You want education? We're talking education on this episode? Number Muncher. You want to oh, learn math? You munch them nums. That's the cool way to say numbers now. Nums. Oh, yeah. We've really seen the full the full range of computers. Yeah. Tandies. I had a Tandy at one point that somebody just gave to me from a yard sale or some shit. I don't remember what I did with that. I tried to boot it a bunch. Booting a computer is when you have to, you know, start it up in like DOS or something. You kids don't understand that. You kids don't get what we've been through. We had to print on dot matrix printers, kids. Like we had to tear off little dot holes on the sides. Oh, and it would take forever. Oh my God. I tried to look at porn when I was like 12. And do you know how long it takes to like load a JPEG with like a 56K modem? (laughs) It's like an hour of just line by line and you get one picture of boobs. 
And then what? And by the time it's done, you're just tired. You're tired. You can't, you can't, you can't keep going that long. <laughs> That's too long. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to slowly work away at themselves over, over an hour with one line of pornography printing every 10 minutes. Was, who was the principal at Sunnydale, Pet? Oh, who? Wait, I thought we agreed it was Armin Shimmerman. Who was the first one? Oh, I don't care. Let's move on. We've got more schools to cover, probably. I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking of any now. The premise of this episode was shaky uh, to begin with. So let's just keep... Oh, keep side high. What's that? One of my favorites. That's Dawson's Creek. Oh, I never watched Dawson's Creek. Oh, my God. we got to do a Dawson's Creek podcast. Oh, it's so good. Canada's own. Pacey. Yeah, I mean, like, I, Joshua Jackson. I I know who they are. I just, I never watched yeah. a television show. Ooh! Um, and that show is actually one that came out with, like, almost everybody on that show ended up having mm-hmm. a career after. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I followed all of the, the separate careers of those people. There's some excellent actors from that show. But uh, just never uh, watched the show. <sighs> so good. Yeah. I have rewatched it. Uh, and it also brings up one of my favorite scenes in all of TV history which is the death of Dawson's father. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoilers! Why? Why was it so bad or good? or? Okay, so he, the father and uh, Dawson have had some fight over something. Who knows? It doesn't matter. And for some reason, the dad goes out to like cool off or whatever, and he gets an ice cream, and he's on his way home. No. And he's driving down the highway with one hand on the wheel and one hand on his like... <laughs> Cone, double scoop cone. He's feeling okay now. He had that rough fight with Dawson, no. but he's got his ice cream. And one fucking scoop falls off of his cone yeah. onto the floor. And I know what you're thinking. That ice cream's lost. Clean it up when you get home. Not if you're Dawson's Creek's dad. Dawson's dad from Dawson's Creek. Was his last name Creek? It's Dawson Creek to you, sir. We have friends, as an aside here, that uh, actually come from uh, a real-life town in British Columbia, Canada, called Dawson Creek. And it was uh, the, uh, I guess, the butt of many a joke uh, during our college formative foundation year. Uh, They did not find it fun. (laughs) If you did not realize uh, by now, Lexi and I actually went to school together. We had our first year at, at college together. And yeah still know each other for some reason kept in touch <laughs> so that we can talk about dawson's dad scooping ice cream onto his pants like so the scoop falls okay okay okay, okay. let me read okay. i gotta get back into the headspace yeah yeah he's driving down the highway okay uh now i have to do another tangent which is when that show went to streaming they no longer had the rights to that song as the theme, so they tapped Calgary's oh. own Jan Arden to provide them with another theme. Uh, Jess, if you could pop that in here, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, that's a great song. Just 
Good job, Isn't Jen that a Great Arden. song that we just listened to for real and didn't just imagine. Yeah. So, uh, and then hmm. after you rewatch the entire series with that theme song, you get pretty used to it. Dawson's um, dad. Yeah. Anyhow, so Dawson's dad from Dawson's Creek is driving down the highway. He's got his his double scoop in a waffle cone, and he's he's feeling all right. That that scoop just dips off of the. Uh, as the kids would say, yeets itself up and off the ice cream cone onto the floor. And he decides while he drives down the highway that he's going to go down and scoop it back up. What? It, it blows my mind that he thought he could accomplish anything with this scoop of ice cream that has ended up on the floor of his car. What is he going to do once he picks it up, Lexi? Yeah, he's going to have like ice cream hands. He can't put the ice cream back on the cone. Where is he, is he going to put it in his pocket till he gets home? It's going to be covered in like grit and gravel or sand because they live at a, you know, a beachy creek. Yes. On like the uh, eastern seaboard or whatever. Like, what was he planning to do with that scoop of ice cream? So he goes down to get this scoop of ice cream. And while he is fiddling with a melting frozen treat on the floor, uh, some sort of uh, vehicle coming in the other lane, he swerves into the other lane and gets hit by the other car. And that's the end of Dawson's Creek's dad. Dawson's dad from what? Dawson's Creek. What? He swerves into oncoming traffic trying to pick up a scoop of ice cream that is lost. It cannot be recovered. You cannot recover a scoop of ice cream while you're driving that has hit the floor in your car. You cannot put it any. What are you going to do? Put it on the dashboard? It's going to melt and roll right off. You throw it out the window, maybe? I don't know a single person who would take a cone into the car while they were driving. It's not a bl a blizzard. You can convince me. Sorry. Guilty. I have more than no. once taken Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Calgary's own Marcus ice cream made by Marcus ice cream. Best in the city. Plug, plug. Best in the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we go for a drive for sure. Pick up an ice cream cone. I love a waffle cone. Like, you know, no, fuck, fuck ambition. I want a waffle cone. That's what they say. That's what I but say. But then you sit in the car and you eat it. And then when you're yeah, done, you, you drive. It, but then sometimes you're, you're done waiting around in the car. So you drive. I can drive one handed. No problem. That's not the issue. No. It's that he takes his eyes off the road to try to recover that ice cream cone. That ice cream scoop that is rolled up and off his cone. That is that a mistake. Is it's not the driving with an ice cream. That's not a problem. I see people do it all the time. I live near one of their locations. I'm going to come and I'm not going to come see you. I'm just going to come stand on the corner by your house. And I'm going to count people eating ice cream in their car one handed with their eyes off the road. I'll probably no, get no. hit by a you car. Probably have your eyes on the road. That's not necessary. If you do not what? try to recover that scoop of ice cream, you don't need to take your eyes off the road. You're okay. But he does. For inexplicable fucking reasons. I love it so much. Is there no other way that they could have killed brain aneurysm? Buffy, Buffy's mom died that way. Yeah, yeah. that's how you get rid of it. It was a, an amazing episode. One of the best episodes in TV history. What was her mom's name again? Grace? Uh, Joyce. 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 I knew it was something like Faith, Grace, Joyce. Faith was the sister. Buffy names. No, Faith was the, uh, Faith the was other actually slayer. actually the rival yes. slayer. Dawn was, was the sister. sister. You're right. So Joyce has the brain aneurysm. Powerful episode. Honey? Mom. 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 Mom! Let's do a podcast about Buffy. Oh, yeah, I love Buffy. We can dissect it and also make fun of Joss Whedon being oh, terrible. Yeah, he's awful. But an ice cream cone on the floor? Is there no other way we could have killed him off in a 
better way. So this is what also makes this scene great is that the next episode when they're dealing with all of this stuff, uh, the other driver, I, if I'm recalling correctly, it, it, they start retconning it immediately in the next episode and say the other driver was drunk as if I hadn't just watched the previous episode. He full on swerves into the other lane trying to get a goddamn ice cream uh, scoop up off oh the ground. God. And that's how he dies is the most memorable death in TV for me. There's never been anything better. That's awful. That's uh, the same actor who played the flash in the nineties flash series and then comes back for as flash, uh, hmm. Of like Earth Two from in the in the more recent Flash redo series, well, just a little trivia for you without any actual like salient facts to it, <laughs> like names. <laughs> that guy on the thing with the stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, he kills himself with an ice cream scoop, and uh, uh, or a scoop of ice cream, I should say. So it's my favorite, and yeah. yeah, and that's where we, uh, you know, get back around to education somehow and bring this whole thing full circle. <laughs> Dawson learned an important lesson that day. Don't reach down for ice cream. He didn't. He doesn't know why his dad dies. He thinks the other guy's drunk driving, but it wasn't. It was the ice cream. Why is my dad's hand all sticky like ice cream has melted onto them? The drunk driver threw ice cream into the car after he killed your father. Tragic. But not unheard of. Yeah. A lot of ice ice cream... If it's drink drive or drunk driving, what do you call it? Is it ice cream hand driving? Yeah, it's ice iced hand. ice driving. Ice driving, there you go. Ice icy driving. Um, that's probably it for schools. Who cares? There's more. But it was only ever a very vague uh sort of thread to get us into recording yeah. an episode. Good. And we somehow did an hour with it, so uh <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. Uh, get educated. Um, educational reform. Um, I don't know. What else you want to say? Uh, don't eat ice cream and drive. Well, secondary education costs versus cost of living and wages have gone in opposite directions. What else we got to say? Um, Is this a socialist podcast now? I mean... Kind of. We've always been sort of socialist. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you didn't know that by now. You're not listening. If two if two socialists make a podcast, is it a socialist podcast? Even if you're talking two about... Two socialists talk on the internet and a podcast is born. We should rename our podcast. Socialists talking about shit. Socialist dorks. Could be onto something. This entire episode yeah. is on brand, on theme. Education. For dorks. Higher ed dorkation. The episode title. There you go. Thanks for listening. Um, dork, 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 dork. Dork, dork. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give a rating, and tell a friend about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out our original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song Dance off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Sixiga, the Bigani, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Metis Region 3. Dork Matters is a proud member of the Alberta Public Radio Podcast Network.